It's the Hard to Beat podcast, and welcome to another episode. I'm Caribbean entrepreneur Felicia Prasad. And I'm corporate vice president, Reginald Riddick. In this episode, we're zoning in on four of the top advice billionaire Warren Buffett, one of the world's richest men, has for small business owners and entrepreneur Reg. And we're counting down this time from four to one. And we're starting out with number four. And the first uh, advice that he has at number four is to sit and think. And Buffett, of course, a huge advocate of taking the time to learn and improve yourself, also recommends giving yourself time to sit, think, and reflect on your decisions, Reg. Yeah, Felicia, I think Warren hit the head, hit the nail on the head with this one because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we really don't think things through. We just jump straight into things. And a lot of, you know, when you think of a project plan, you think of a project plan as well thought out. You know, you have phases of a project plan. And, you know, sometimes we 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 really just skip that step and think of it as a minute piece when it really is the 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 largest piece of building any business, Felicia. Oh, absolutely. And you know, as he says it. He says, give yourself time to think that will it, it will help you actually avoid falling into the pattern of always reacting to what's going on around you. As he says, and this is an exact quote from him, I insist on a lot of time being spent almost every day to just sit and think. But he also says that is very uncommon in American business. Wow. And it's, and it's interesting to me that he pointed out American business here, Felicia. I wonder why, you know, because you, you think of you think of all of the all of the method methodologies that we have that we took from other countries, which may have which I may have answered my own question in, in explaining things. A lot of the methodologies that we that we took from other countries around planning, um, around strategic thinking. Um, like as I said, a lot of those were taken from other countries. You know, uh, the, the 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 Asian community, um, the African community. I, I guess that's where he. I guess is where he's going when he says that yeah. it's very uncommon for American business. That's absolutely true because when you think about Asian business owners, they always have. You know, like we've always talked about in the first two episodes, the issue of meditating and visualizing and focusing. So they're very focused on that yeah. Eastern. Uh, philosophy in terms of that they bring into their business, but uh, Americans are not in that on that level. A, a large part of them are not, and I think that is exactly what he's getting at when he says this. Yeah, I want. I, I, I would. I would be interested to know if he if he kind of built his his business model around you know how other you know, you know Warren Warren Buffett. He he is kind of like the master when it comes to thinking things through and really capitalizing on things that he's learned versus just kind of taking a piece of it, really taking the entire part of the puzzle and really just working it into his business plan. Yeah, definitely. Definitely right. And the third, uh, the third, we're, we're actually counting down. So the third point that he actually has uh, in terms of advice for business owners and entrepreneurs is to delight your customers. And Warren Buffett says it's the most important piece of advice for entrepreneurs because it is the difference between merely satisfying customers and actually delighting them. Of course, Warren Buffett says, if there's one thing to remember, it is delighting your customers. He says, if they could write this on their mirror so they saw it in the morning, then that is what you need to do every day. This is what he's saying uh, to entrepreneurs, essentially 
write it on your mirror, write it in Sharpie, write it in lipstick, write it in soap, Reg. This is actually a very valid point, but also he's really, uh, really honing in on making his point here. Yeah. Um, so when it speaks about delighting your customer, it's, it's interesting that he made a differentiation between satisfying customers and delighting them, uh, Felicia. So one of the things that I actually heard more, more recently, and I can't remember exactly who I, I, I can't give credit to who actually said it, um, but one thing that I heard recently is, you know, if, if you're not thinking about your customers, then who are you thinking about? You know, you want to be, you don't want to be, I think it was Steve Harvey, as a matter of fact, Felicia, that said, you don't want to come in and be okay at something. You want to be the best or the only at something. Um, because when you're selling, we spoke about this a little, a little earlier, Felicia, anything that you're building, you, you don't want to think of it as just something that you have you want to think of it as a product and so you, you have to constantly be focused on your customers and what they need that they don't already have on a day-to-day -day basis yeah definitely reg and you know a lot of our our black business owners especially um in the service industry sometimes we hear a lot of complaints about the way that they treat customers especially in the restaurant business and I think this is definitely something that they need to be taking up. You know, you have to not just be there providing your product or your service, but also making sure that you are making people happy and making them feel like they actually want to spend money with you so that then they can even refer you. And reviews are such a big part of, of this now, Reg. Um, you know, digital reviews, customers get online and actually write up their own reviews and their own voice about businesses nowadays. And that is a big part um, in this. So you have to make sure that you're actually uh, delighting the customer so they can deliver on their reviews. Yeah, Felicia, I think it's profound and almost like you were in my mind when you started speaking about the service industry, specifically the restaurant industry. <laughs> so Felicia, you know this about me, the audience may not know. I live in Metropolitan Charlotte area, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and the, the one restaurant that I like, I will not mention their name here because it's not about business bashing, but I will mention that their service has always been a one um always been excellent they, they greet you at the door that you know it, it, but the thing about that this restaurant felicia said restaurant not mentioning any names said restaurant you go in and they never have what you ordered mm -hmm. they never they never have what you want you know i'm from i'm also originally from baltimore maryland um and so you know one thing that baltimore maryland is anything any baltimorean will tell you is that we love crabs we love seafood but more specifically crabs um and so this restaurant specializes in crabs and, and seafood uh, maryland style seafood and chicken and you go in <laughs> and they never have crabs felicia how do you call yourself a Maryland crab, a Maryland seafood <laughs> restaurant? You don't have crabs. Let's talk about it, people. Um, and so, uh, you know, this, the last the last time we actually went, like I said, this is not about business bashing. So I'm gonna bring it back to a point. The last time we went, they didn't have crabs. They didn't have didn't have some of the vegetables that we wanted. They didn't have some of the desserts that we wanted. Oh, and you know, midway through us waiting for an hour and a half, they come us come out and tell us that. Their their waffle machine is broken, and one of one of the people that were with us had ordered waffle, uh, chicken and waffles. So it's kind of like you know, I think it kind of goes back to delighting your customers. You know, they they excel when it comes to customer service, but when it comes to actual delivering of the product that you say that you sell or the product you say you that you that you literally your products, you know, you don't have it. So it's a full package, Felicia. You have to be able to provide that cus that excellent suite of customer service as well as that. Um, 
product as well yeah. as that um as well as that product yeah. and one of the companies that i used to work for called it the pce aka the perfect client experience and so when, when you're thinking about that every day as, as your new business owners go out and, and you know and, and embark on the entrepreneur world you want to think of the perfect client experience yeah absolutely and you know reg one of the products that we also have at heartbeat communications now in our digital suite for clients is something called reputation management and reputation management is basically allowing the client to actually be able to manage their reputation. But we also tell them, listen, you have to make sure that your customers, that you are actually delivering the service to their voice is what matters in this because they're the ones who are going to give you the reviews. We cannot control what the customers say about you or write about you. Um, you know, and if that is already out there, we worse can't control it. And so that is something that we have to remember in the digital age, people have access to pretty much they can build your brand or they can break your brand. Absolutely. And that is really what what is key in this uh, in this era that we're living in. Absolutely, Felicia. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head again, as you always do when you, when you spoke about the digital platform that uh, the hard to be offers. Um, and you know, it, it, just to kind of segue a little bit to the, the the client voice, you know, it's it's imperative that you have those and that you read those. Um, you know, they're not just on Google for every other customer to read because if, you're, if you have a voice of the customer or you know a Yelp review or whatever it may be. Um, it's not, it's not just for the customers to be able to read. You really need to study that information because again, you're trying to delight your customers. How do you not, we don't, we don't know what our customers think until we listen to them. We may think we, we may think we're selling the most perfect products, but you know, the customers aren't buying your thoughts. They're buying your products. And if, and if they, if they find a, a, a you know, a, a different vendor with, with, the, with, with a better aspect, whether it be the client experience, whether it be whether it be the overall client experience, whether it be the customer service, whether it be the product itself, they're going to jump because they're spending their hard-earned money on this product. So delighting your customers is extremely, extremely important when it comes to building your brand. Yeah, absolutely, Reg. And, you know, that is something that we're going to wrap up this point. Uh, but we definitely think that when people are looking, if you know now, everything you do is you Google the company, right? You Google the best restaurant near you. You Google the best everything <laughs> near you. And you look at these reviews. If you're choosing a doctor, you're looking at like, oh, are they five-star reviews? A restaurant. What is the other customer saying about this restaurant? So everything, and I think everybody now in this era, in this generation that we are in, um, that's what they look at. Even little kids. The other day, one of my uh, clients was telling me, about her niece, um, they were actually making uh, some sort of recipe. I think it was some kind of cake or something. And the kid is around 11 or 12, and she decides she's going to find a, a good cake recipe, but not just a good cake recipe, one that actually had like the best reviews. And so that is how she decided on on that recipe, what she was going to choose the recipe for. Um, and so that was like, you know, it's just showing you like the generations coming behind. This is yes. all that they're going to base it on. Yeah, I mean, and, and as they state, word of mouth is the strongest source of, of, of advertisement. And so you want to make sure that when people speak of you, they speak highly of you and not low. 
Yep. So the like your customers, that's the point. As we move to number two, um, Warren Buffett says, have fun. As we think of it, it's just a, a simple, a simple uh, theory, but have fun. Warren Buffett says, at 85, I tap dance to work every day. It isn't because they've cut off my social security or anything. It's because I get to do what I love with the people I love. And it doesn't get any better than that. Felicia, we think of having fun as such a simple theory, right? Just, I, I think that this is, this is one of those things that is going back to the basics, right, Felicia? Yeah, absolutely, Reg. And you know, it's really what they say. If you're going to set up a business or if you're going to become a business owner, you better be passionate and really passionate about what you do. You better like what you do, um, you know, or else you're just not going to be having any fun at all. And that is really key. I mean, this is an 85-year-old Warren Buffett. Of course, he is one of the richest men in the world. And he's telling you have fun. Um, that, I think, is really an astounding advice coming from him. And it is something that I think all of us as business owners or people who want to become business owners, we need to think about carefully when we set out on this path of entrepreneurship. Yeah, Felicia. And let's, let's just be transparent here, right? We, we're, we're everyday people. We have a podcast, but we're everyday people. We have, all, we, have our, we have our day lives, our day jobs and our day lives, right? But even when we build this podcast, we have to think about, we, we constantly listen to our, to our customers, to our feedback that we're getting from our customers, Felicia. And, you know, we also have to be very, very excited about the content that we're putting out and the product that we're putting out. And so we, we're constantly thinking about it. We're constantly meeting uh, to, 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 think how, to think of how we can refine our messages to our, to our customers. We're constantly thinking about how we can make it more exciting, you know, and, and, and all of these things are, are really what he's speaking about in number two of having fun and really being passionate to, to your point, Felicia. Um, he says, I just tell them, find your passion, find the job that you would hold if you, if you didn't uh, need to have a job so that every day is fun. Uh, Buffett says, if, if you're having, if you're having as much fun as I am at 85 and I hope you do, there's nothing like it. <laughs> well, you know, if I had half of his money, I'd be having a whole lot of fun too, but I may not be working at all, <laughs> but, but that's another story. But I think he's absolutely right because, you know, Red, like you said, you and I are always talking about how we refine this podcast so that it's fun for us so that we can have the energy to actually do this and feel good about it, but that we're also giving out information and sharing information that our audience and that people can learn from and actually Absolutely. say, aha, really, I didn't mm -hmm. know that. Oh, wow. You know, and that's what we really want to do. But we were having a lot of fun as well because we're friends on outside of this, but we also want to be able to have something that we can do together and really uh, pass along edutainment, as they say. Yes, yes, edutainment. I like that. So, Felicia, as we move to number one, this is my number one thing, which we spoke about on most episodes of our podcast. And this one is the advice from the billionaire, which says, "Raise your value by uh, by an astounding fifty percent by just one tip." That tip is communication and working with your public speaking skills. Felicia, we've talked about this on numerous occasions, as I stated earlier, and communication for me is definitely the 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 um, the icing on the cake when it comes to building your brand, building your business, and and just building yourself as a person on in, in everyday life. 
Um, and so this is my number one. <laughs> Definitely. And you know, of course, it's everything now. When we look at everything and the way the world is going, it's like everybody is getting in on creating not just a podcast, but also creating, you know, a V blog and, and video cast and, and everything else because everyone realizes the value of communication and, and telling their story in sharing their message and getting their word out on their own brand or their own, if whether their brand is themselves. Um, and it's something that I learned a long time ago is that I fell in love with communication a very long time ago when I was in high school and then I pursued it at university. And I always knew that broadcasting was my thing. I just loved it. Um, I just loved the whole energy that it made me feel. And that's why I'm so also excited to do this podcast. But communication is the key. And the art of communicating is something that I think every small business owner and every entrepreneur needs to know because they need to be able to articulate their story. They need to be able to communicate whether they're selling their, their product to, to customers and pitching them or whether they're also pitching to investors and selling their story. And these are all tools that are necessary if you're going to grow as a small business owner and a communicator. And that is really something that, you know, we also help people with at Heartbeat Communications. We're, we're, we're always training people. We're always helping our clients in terms of their speeches um, creating speeches, creating crisis communication plans, creating ways that they can be able to better communicate digitally with their clients, whether it's on social media or whether it's on their website. So it's just really comes back to the simple thing. I know Richard Branson also says it is like being able to tell your story. Yeah, Felicia, and you you you're you're exactly right. Um, Harvey offers some awesome products in regards to customer communications as well as customer you know customer interface. Um, <clears throat> you know, Warren Buffett gets a little uh, comedic here when he says it's like winking at a if you don't have good communication, it's like winking at a girl in the dark. <laughs> she no, nothing happens. You know, you can have the best message in the world. You can have the best product in the world, but if you can't communicate it, it falls on deaf ears. So no one's willing to listen to someone that, you know, um, that, that cannot communicate. Uh, for me specifically, Felicia, I, like I told you, I, I think I spoke about this on one of our episodes, actually. Um, I had anxiety for presenting in my role in corporate America, almost to the point where I wasn't even sitting in front of anyone. I was just on the phone presenting to people that were in other states and I would get, it would get so I would get so anxious that I would have a panic attack on the phone and couldn't finish my presentation. It was horrible. But at the same time, it's all about investing in yourself. Yeah, definitely, Reg. And you know, it's it's interesting you mentioned your own personal story because I have a similar story that when I was at university and I just hated to get up in front of the class and present because I felt like, you know, I was such an introvert. I could not do any sort of public speaking. And it's something that I really have worked on over the years. And now people, when I tell them, you know, I was shy or I'm still a little shy. And they're like, you shy, please. I don't put that together, but I, I definitely was. And Warren Buffett actually says he was too. He said he would get so sick just having the thought of presenting in school when he had to get up in college and university that he would literally throw up 
And that is something that he has worked on. Of course, wow. now he is basically, he talks all over the world and gives speeches and gets paid for it. Um, and so that is really why he says public speaking is something that you really have to zone in on and own and work on because it's always a work in progress. I think every day it's a work in progress and every day you're learning something new. Yeah, and you know, to your point, you know, the greats, Warren Buffett, the, the richest man in the world. And, you know, you think of people, you know, like Steve Jobs and, you know, Oprah Winfrey, these people, you know, public speaking did not come naturally to them. They had to kind of invest in themselves to, to be able to, to be able to speak within, within their own voices. And so with the, you know, to be able to think through thoughts and speak within, the, within their own voices. And so it comes to a point where going back to, you know, the products that that uh, that hard to be offers, it's all about investing in, in yourself and investing in your business to to make your brand stand. Oh, definitely, indefinitely. So, as we get to the end of this, I just want to recap our four top tips for business owners from Warren Buffett. Of course, number four, sit and think. Number three, delight your customers. Number two, have fun. And the number one astounding advice that he says can raise your value by 50% communications and working on your public speaking skills. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend and all the business tools you need to grow your business. Check us out at heartbeatcommunications.com or investcaribbeannow.com. And that's it for this episode of Hard to Beat. Until next time, I'm Felicia wishing you abundance and success. And I'm Reggie wishing you love and life.